for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 364, 64, I believe, of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hals Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. I'm checking to make sure I got... Yeah, I got it right. Phew, we don't have to start over. How's it going, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? <sighs> I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ready for this fucking year to be OV, fella. How are you feeling? Our boy Will still not feeling the best, huh? I'm making the slow climb back towards better. You know what has not kept either either of our trials and tribulations? What has it has not affected them? Fortnite wins, baby! Oh my goodness! Mm -mm. Watch out! Yeah, now. watch out! It only makes us more vicious, apparently. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it only makes us stronger. So, buddy, we actually got a fair bit to talk about this week. D D twenty three. Um, was last weekend, and I went in with low Eight expectations, gibbet. and it, it actually came through. So we got yeah. three different trailers. We got an Andor trailer, a uh, Tales of the Jedi trailer, and a Mando Season 3 trailer, which really surprised me. That's kind of early on their normal promotional schedule with this sort of thing. But right. uh, as far as any new announcements, any new shows or movies announced, nah -uh. Nah, not looking too great on the movie front either. We'll, but we'll get to that. So listen, I saw something come through my news feed regarding that. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, um, hit us up. Check out blueharvest.rocks. That's our website that our buddy uh, Sean Hoffman made for us. It kicks ass. It's got all of our um, all of our links to all our social medias like Instagram and Twitter and twitch and it's got our merch store it's got a link you can click a button and send us a voicemail or an email it's got a link for stoned cobra i mean it's fully featured guys it's amazing you should check it out blueharvest.rocks one of the things you can find there is the link to our patreon where we post all our bonus content will and i have been beat the fuck up the last couple of weeks it's coming i promise cooking with will yeah. oh no it's all solo star wars year by podcast they're all coming they're all in the they're all in the, the Instapot getting cooked. That's right. Um, but uh, patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You could be like my mom, Barbara Burkhart, who is our newest Patreon patron. Um, That's really sweet. Everybody, you got to love a supportive queen in uh, Barbara Burkhart, right? Right. My goodness. What a lady. Um, I guess after our... Um, talking about lord of the rings last week my mom decided she wanted to re-watch all the movies and she'd never seen the uh, hobbit movies so you know for all our hobbit trilogy stands out there the report back is that my mom really liked them but she thought the the last movie was a tearjerker and i said yeah. okay cool so <clears throat> um that's very cool of your mom to watch the Hobbit trilogy. I thought so too. 
um, she wanted to know like which order to watch them in and stuff because you know they don't make that shit real easy right like it's just it's the hobby yeah. an unexpected journey uh whatever the second one the desolation of schmaug and schmaug. battle of the five armies right and that the last one yeah that's right yeah you know back in my day because I'm, I'm an old man now you know you'd go to the theater and you would see a friday the 13th part three the dream warriors there was still a fucking subtitle you know what i mean they were happy to put the number in there. Let's get back to the numbers. This shit's getting confusing, right? What order are we supposed right. to watch this in, huh? Huh? Sure, you can just look it up online, or you can text your son, who doesn't have anything better to do but sit around and memorize the name of movies that aren't sequentially ordered. The uh, that's what that's what I was thinking. That was an opportunity for your mom to call you. A good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So. Listen, we're going to jump right into it because, like I said, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about, and uh, I got to work in the morning, and I want to, I want to talk about some Star Wars. I don't, I don't have any stories. I don't think. I don't, I don't think I got any. St- I'll have some stories one day, but well, you know, that's my favorite part is your stories. Mm. I mean, I love the Star Wars. Don't get me wrong, but like you and your stories, then they make the podcast for me. Well, thank you, buddy. So, uh, next week we get Andor. Andor's finally going to be here next week um, with three episodes. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I literally just saw this pop up when I was looking something up. Apparently, a screener um, was made available to like media people, and uh, it was the first four episodes, and the runtime of the first four episodes is listed. And it seems like... It's 39 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, and 47 minutes. So, okay, all well under an hour. I was, I was really wondering, because, you know, I, I got to go do my other job on Wednesday, so I can't stay up late and watch Andor when it comes out. So, I'll, I'll be watching it when I get home. And I was like, damn, am I going to have to watch three hours of Star Wars, then record about it for the Patreon, and then... <laughs> <laughs> probably talk to steel about it for the patreon then record about you know it's it's a lot of content so yeah while i don't quite understand why star wars tv is so afraid to break the fucking hour mark it's also not bumming me out that much that the first three episodes are all under an hour um right as excited as i may be for this show and i'm quite excited so let's get the bad news out of the way first right right um it, it things ain't looking great. <laughs> things ain't looking great for getting a Star Wars movie next year. I mean, it, it hasn't been looking great for a, a hot minute now, right? Um, right. Where it just seemed like, well, the Patty Jenkins movie, Rogue Squadron, got delayed indefinitely. Like they're working on it. Taika didn't really seem like he was that far along into writing his movie to where it would be able to start filming for a release at the end of the year next year yeah i mean yeah we're, we're hurtling towards the end of this damn year um and then i guess disney released their release schedule for the next couple of years or few years rather um today and there is no mention of a star wars movie at the end of 2023 none whatsoever that's really sad it is sad i think it was squadrons that was Supposed Pushed back, right? Well, so yeah. So originally Rogue Squadron was going to be the movie that came out. Um on in December twenty twenty three. And then, you know, they said they delayed it, they're still working on the script, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then around around the time of celebration, it was when Kathleen Kennedy said that uh, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie was the next one up. And it just didn't seem real fucking possible that that meant end of 2023. She said something to the effect of like, that's what we're aiming for. Mm, mm, I don't know about all that, Kathleen. Um, oh my goodness. So, the next movie, uh, the next Star Wars movie on their release schedule is uh 2025 so quite a ways away (laughs) 
boy howdy we're having to wait a while for that next fucking star wars movie thankfully we've got all this kick-ass star wars tv because otherwise otherwise what the fuck do we do every week will yeah right you know what i mean this could be worse it sucks It, it definitely sucks because i'm dying for a new star wars movie i'm dying to go to the theater to see a new star wars movie it's going to yeah. be a little while. Seems like it's going to be 2025. And who knows? Unless they decide to slot it in somewhere in 2024 other than in December. The other thing is, is 2025, when they have that release date, it's like a month after one of those new Avengers movies released. Oh, really? Whew, that should be making me nervous. Let's, do we need to hop in the time machine and remember back in the day when they released solo like a month after one of those avengers movies it ain't go well it did not go well yeah so i don't know buddy i don't know i'm just bummed they just bummed about like you said no no star wars movie they also have one um set for release release in 2027 50th anniversary of star wars like yeah yeah you gotta do something Right. Let's hope that twenty twenty. That'll be the next Star Wars movie. No. Twenty twenty seven. No, I think they'll get it one out by twenty twenty five for sure. Really? Yeah. Absolutely, they'll get one out by twenty twenty five. I don't think we'll be waiting to twenty twenty seven. Look, we may have to pop back over to this episode in a few years where I'm like, damn, boy, I <laughs> shit. Twenty twenty seven, and we're, here we are, finally seeing a Star Wars movie. But I think. I mean, if they can't get a Star Wars movie ready in three more years, then then something's fucking going on. Something's wrong. Like, I get yeah. it. There was a pandemic. Like, uh, you're really wanting to nail this next movie back. You know, you, you got to start this new era of Star Wars movies. You want to take the time to get it right. Please, by all means, get it right. But if you can't get one out in 2025, three years from now, whew, whew. Yikes. We'll see. We'll see. This Star Wars Reddit I'm on has like this, this bar on the side that's got like, you know, all the different releases that are coming and stuff. And it has right. Taika Waititi's project, late 2023 movie. They still carry in that hope. Look at them. Carrying oh. that hope. Uh, Reddit likes to call that hopium, I believe. Hopium. Well, you're going to need a little hopium. <laughs> you need to go to the hopium den. If you mm-hmm. to just cross your fingers, twinkle your toes, whatever you got to do, send good vibes that we get a Star Wars movie in 2025. Because I don't know how long I can hold on for this shit, man. Come on. It's this- funny. I've watched several episodes of our our flag means death mm-hmm. and taiko watiti plays blackbeard in that one he's pretty good i've heard that show's really good i've heard very good things about that show haven't checked it out myself i did get caught up on some shows this week though caught up on oh, game of thrones boy. and lord of the rings enjoying both nice um so yeah i don't know man this star wars movie stuff is kind of a bummer at this point isn't it though? Not a bummer as in like, oh, Star Wars, but like, oh, there's not Star Wars. Right. Right. Like, I just, I'm ready. Ready for, I want to know what the next movie, all right? Like, we know what Rogue Squadron is, sort of, right? Like, but clearly right. that movie's a little ways off. So let me ask you this. How delayed is Rogue Squadron if fucking... If Taika's movies is is Rogue Squadron supposedly going to be the 2025 movie now? Because damn, <laughs> something tells because me that I don't think they're even shooting on that man. Like I don't even think. No, buddy, they are not. There, there is no Star Wars movie being shot now. If there is a Star Wars right. movie being shot today, they could get one out at the end of next year. That's way doable, right? But nah, nah, they no, there hasn't been one 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 single cell of film one frame of film for a star wars movie none of them seem remotely close as from what i can tell 
Rogue Squadron might have gone the way of the Rogue Squadron uh, video game series. It might have been like, it might be gone. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, really? I don't know. Like, unless they're saying that's going to come out in 2027. Oh, we're waiting five years for a Rogue Squadron movie. I love X-Wings. Fucking love X-Wings. I don't know, man. I don't know. Feeling down in the dumps. This fucking 2020 can eat a bag of butts. I got a feeling they're trying to sort what's going to be coming to Disney Plus exclusive and what's going to be the big deal. You know, like a movie movie. Yeah, I I have a feeling that they want to do both, right? They want the TV shows, the series, and things like that on Disney Plus. And then they want the movies. Um, That's know. the whole reason you bought the property. Right. You go to the theater and then oh well you know six months three months four months later whenever it is guess what's on disney plus now the new star wars movie you know just like they do with the marvel movies and stuff i mean yeah they are you know franchise blockbuster big draw box office movies Mm -hmm. well that's what they hope right that's the hope yeah yeah (laughs) that's the hope well instead of talking about shit that may or may not happen who knows when it's happening let's talk about stuff we knew we do know is happening at least I hope. I mean, they can't delay and or this close to release, right? It's definitely going to come out next week. We got a new trailer. Yeah, what did you think of this uh, this new and or trailer they released? At Disney. I thought it was really good. You know, I thought it gave a nice overview of what we can expect. Um, I thought it was very kind of fatalistic. Like mm-hmm. the dude's like, look, you know, you know, you're gonna die. We both know you're gonna die doing this. Listen, and there's, there's, that is a tough line. I always find that kind of wink and a nod line like that. It's tough to pull one of those off. Like, you know, there's that one in Attack of the Clones where Obi-Wan's like, I swear you're going to be the death of me. And everybody's like, oh shit, because, because he is. (laughs) And, and, you know, this is, to me, felt like a similar type of line. Not that it's a bad line or, or. poorly delivered or poorly written it's just you know it's one it, that's immediately what it made me think of is that line in attack of the clones right um yeah man it looks real cool um i think i'm out of it i like i'm out of watching any more stuff about andor though i know they've been releasing like other clips from the movie and like promotional clips and stuff and i i think i'm done like i can wait i don't need to see any more like I'm going I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's just cut this way, but the interactions between Skarsgård and the Mon Mothma character uh, mm-hmm. seem to be very intense. Well, yeah, I think that I think that's probably going to be a good like descriptor for the show in general is intense. Like I have a intense. feeling it's going to be like intense, you know, anxious. Like there's going to be it's a spy drama, right? Like you got to build that tension. Um, but I think it looks incredible. I can't wait for it. Um, I love that we're getting 12 fucking episodes. Damn, that's a lot of Star Wars TV. Like, you, you lucky to break eight with these other shows. And then Book of Boba Fett, they said, let's take one away. Let's give this dude seven. Actually, hold up. Let's give him five. Right. Um. But yeah, man, it... I think we're probably going in in peace and love to, you know, any of the performers in Mandalorian or uh, Book of Boba Fett. I think I don't think I'm out on a limb going out on a limb to say, like, I think we might see some of the best acting in Star Wars Disney Plus content with Andor. Like you got Forrest Whitaker. He's Ghost Dog. Right. Um, This is very true. So. Very excited for it. I can't believe it. Next week, we'll already be talking about the first three episodes. It'll finally be here. We're going to have a guest. I got a, a guest lined up for next week. We'll probably oh, have nice. sporadic guests. I don't know if that we'll, we'll have one for every episode because I'm going to keep it a buck 50 with you guys. I don't know that I feel like scheduling all that. I got. I can't believe they're releasing three episodes all at once. Like I'm, I'm sure it's probably a great story arc, but like. That's crazy. Well, 
so I was talking to our buddy Johnny Grasso yesterday, and he had the theory that like maybe it starts off a little slow, so they didn't want you know people to bounce out of the theater before the or out of the show before the the action really starts. Uh-huh. I, I could see that. Like I, I am expecting this show it's a to slow have, burn. Yeah, I, I expect the show is is going to have elements of that. Like it's going to be, yeah, you know, slower paced. I mean, especially since you've got twelve episodes, right? You can really drag that stuff out. That could right. be it. I also think it's probably a scheduling thing because, like, they seem so dead set on not having stuff overlap as much as they can, right? Right. So, I don't know. Um, cause you know, when they had its original end of August release date, it was two episodes. Then they delayed it and said, well, we delayed it, but now it's three episodes. So it might be more of a scheduling thing, but regardless, can't wait. Can't wait. <clears throat> um, the next in line and, and honestly, this will come out while Andor is out is we are getting, uh, all six shorts from tales of the jedi in october what day is it october oh. 16th or some shit like that mm-hmm. what'd you think of that trailer that looks in i mean i guess i hate to say intense again <laughs> the fact that it's six shorts uh it's kind of exciting to me I imagine it's going to be like Clone Wars, but I imagine the cinematography and the direction, you know, like the, the mm-hmm. episode direction is going to be scaled way up. You know, um, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be real good. It's intense seeing young Rob Roy, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. Um, August 20th, uh, October 26th. Sorry, I was just looking for that. Uh, yeah, and then uh, young Dooku, and then Yaddle. It seemed like Dooku was fighting Yaddle at some point. I man, uh, so you know, I have my issues with the title of this series. You know, they they yeah, really kind of fucking was... pulled the rug out from under me using that title, being that it's my uh-huh. favorite Star Wars um, comic series of all time. It's all right. The stories that they're telling, like, you know, it seems like it's going to be sort of split between the Ahsoka arc and the young Dooku arc, kind of, right? Right. Fucking Dooku sounds like Alan Rickman for some reason, but whatever. Yeah. Um, But those stories are fascinating enough to me. Like, the Ahsoka stuff, like, cool. Like, we get it, guys. We th- I think Ahsoka's a great character, too. Like, she's awesome. She is an amazing addition to the Star Wars universe. Seeing her origin, sort of, like, you know, on her planet and stuff, I think is going to be cool. Um, yeah. The the young Dooku stuff fascinates me just a little bit more. Yeah, Cause, I agree. Because you're talking pretty well before Phantom Menace at that point, right? Probably. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, it looks cool. I mean, it looks the, the the animation looks as good as Clone Wars has ever. You know what I mean? It's that same right. animation yeah. style. You know. Um, yeah. I thought the design of that Inquisitor at the end that Ahsoka seems like she's about to face off against was real cool. Yeah. You know what? I it feels like the crew at Clone Wars or whoever was involved watched Star Wars Visions, and they were like, "Oh, oh shit! I've got ideas." And then that's it. <laughs> that would that's be cool. how this came together. That would be cool. Um. So yeah, it looks cool. Uh, our, our buddy Evan is going to be stoked. There's some Mace Windu content coming. He loves yep. him some Mace Windu. I love me some Mace Windu. Yeah, I do I'll sure. be excited to check this out. Um, just kind of wish they used a different name, but at this point, what are you going to do? Maybe it's really successful. And then they're like, Oh, I don't know. Let's do a season two. And then I'll get all excited. I'll be like, Oh shit. They're going to do some of the stories from the comics. And then they're going to be like, all right, this year, right. For star Wars, tales of the Jedi shorts. We're doing three shorts about Plo Koon. I'm going to say, fuck yeah. I love some Plo Koon. Come on, the other three shorts are going to be about the comics. The other, and they're going to be like, uh, 
The other one is going to be, the other three are going to be about Jocasta New, the Jedi librarian that King Tom loves so much. Not a Keldroma. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now, listen, if they do a series two of uh, Tales of the Jedi and, and Kiati Mundi gets a fucking three episode arc, we have a parade down the streets of Birmingham. <laughs> with we big... will lead the National Kiati Monday Parade. Oh my every goodness! Year. It will be a celebration. You think we'll you've make heard hats? Us... Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That look like his head, and people mm-hmm. be like, "Why are these people walking around with dicks on their head? That is inappropriate." Be... Is this a cone head? But it's got a ponytail on the back. What is this hat you're wearing? <laughs> mm. Now this this is an idea I can get behind. You know, it's probably more likely that they'll do fucking Ulick Keldroma and shit than I give Kiati Mundi his own. Um, That's funny and true. Uh, Tales of the Jedi shorts. But man, I would be excited. I actually got a uh, a Star Wars comic variant in the mail today. That's Kiati Mundi. He's a uh, really yeah yeah. I got some some comic variants to send off to get graded. That's what I'm into, because I'm filling a hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's a dark humor. It gets you through the, the, the tough time. I have been surviving on it. Like, like I'm on that show Survivor, and dark humor is a fucking bag of white rice. You know what I mean? It's become your ambrosia. It has. <laughs> Keeps me going, bro. It's like uh, Venom with Batman, or Bane. Bane, mm-hmm. the Batman villain. Yeah, you, you need it. Mm-hmm. You got to pump. Mm-hmm. You just smash gotta it. Got to do something. Got to do something. <clears throat> so uh, the other trailer that we got was the Mando Season 3 teaser trailer. Now listen, we're all adults here, right? We can all yep. admit that most of us probably watched the bootleg trailer that came out around Celebration. You know, that they all got to see that we didn't get to see. Right. Us plebs. Us <laughs> non-celebration attending plebs. But Lucasfilm, what do you got against me? My life was falling apart. Want to see the Mando trailer? Well, we got to see it. It's not bad. It's not half bad. It's pretty fucking good, in fact. What'd you think about that one, buddy? I thought that was good. It made me excited for the third season of Mandalorian. Uh, Grief Cargo looked like a badass. I'm Dude, a badass. I'm digging that new outfit. They like they just fucking every season update that dude's outfit. Like if yeah, they, he he gets more baller every season. Every season, I love it. Love that character. Um, I mean, it looks it, it did uh, look it it did not by any means give anything away. Really, you know. Um, it, it definitely gives you a sense of the direction it's going on, going in. You know, mostly stuff that you could already sort of figure out um, by uh, watching the second season. Like, okay, Dan and Bo-Katan are going to butt heads. He's going to want to go to Mandalore to reclaim his, his honor or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Speaking of Mandalorian, quick aside, I went to see Clerks 3 on Tuesday. I was lucky enough to be able oh, to dude. go see it at like a special event thing, right? Yeah. So good. How dude, was it? It was really yeah. good, but it is so sad. This one oh, no. hit me in some places that I didn't see coming, and I'm glad I was by myself because I was kind of a mess in a couple of parts of it. It's really good. It's really, really good. One of Kevin Smith's better movies. Um, you know, people have their opinions on Kevin Smith and his, you know, movie output, you know, post Clerks 2 or whatever. I've always, you know, I got a soft spot for the guy. He's a big reason yeah, of why, while we're recording this show right here. Um, yep. Clerks 3 was really, really good. And Amy Sedaris, who plays Peli Moto, the, um, uh, the mechanic lady on Tatooine, she's got a pretty significant role in Clerks 3. And I won't give too much away, but there's a scene where one character 
is describing the second season of The Mandalorian to Amy Sedaris, who was in that season. Just fucking perfect. And I was telling King Tom about it, and he was like, Kevin Smith is definitely the kind of guy that would... uh, that would do that gag. And I was like, yep, you're right. It was really good. Um, so anyways, back to the trailer. I'm jazzed up tonight. Calm my ass down. Um, I love that trailer. I love to get in to see him and Grogu pimping around together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she, um, I didn't really see any indication of a villain really. Well, except for potentially the foundress, the armorer. I don't know, man. I, I, I do think because like Bo-Katan says that thing about like your cult destroyed us or whatever. Where were you? Yeah. Then? You know, talking about Death Watch or the watch or whatever you want to fucking call their cult. They're right. clearly Death Watch affiliated, right? Maybe even a little more extreme than your normal you get to see that death watch flashback of them dropping out of the ship i don't know that that's a flashback because there's a, oh really i don't know man i'll i'll say this there are a ton of mandalorians in this trailer it seems like there's going to be a lot of different mandos you know oh wow like uh, you know i thought it was a flashback because it's right when she asked where were you you know where were you then like he was just a kid then that's where death watch had to save his ass if i remember correctly yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong, um, but I don't know if that's a flashback or not. I'm actually pulling up the trailer to see if I can find that exact scene and get some kind of bearing on it. There were just so many Death Watch colored soul, Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Like I figured, it had to be. But you're right; it doesn't have to be in the past. Like there could be a whole squadron of the Watch out there somewhere. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I mean, fuck! I can't. Wait I just thought that man. was what his um sect evolved into i thought that's what and it looks like the armorer has a new hangout like in a cave or something yeah uh and then you see that ruined city which i believe is on mandalore i think you're right if i had to guess so there's the scene where he walks out of the cave and there are what appears to be two lady mandalorians lady or lady lorian mandal lady lorians i guess and a guy Mm. Um, man, they look fucking sick. There's old big guy, old Paz Vizsla. Mm-hmm. You always go, hey, there, big guy. Yeah, I, I think you're right. That's got to be Mandalore. It's all bombed out and depleted. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to get a look. I'm at that drop scene. I mean, there it does seem like they are all wearing uh, Death Watch colors, and. Another thing in your favor is this maybe being a, a flashback is the place they're dropping into doesn't look. It looks kind of similar to where we see young Den get rescued by the death really? watch. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, there's going to be a hell of a lot of fucking Mandalorians in this season. Whoa. Either way. Either way. Um, I love, there's that scene where, uh, he and Grogu are flying through the Final Fantasy X fucking, uh, firework scene. <laughs> Big fan oh of that. Goodness. Man. Yeah. And he's loving the fireworks. And then they, uh, I don't know if these scenes are back to back. They are in the trailer, but, mm-hmm. and then they go to hyperspeed and it blows, you know, blows him into the backs of the yeah. seat. I was wondering why he wasn't in his own seat, but you know, that's just the parent. That's the parent in you. You're like, why is he not in his seat? Like, <laughs> yeah, who knows, man. But probably it might be safer to do a jump to light speed with the kid in your lap. Oh man, I can't wait for this. No signs, and and I mean, I I shouldn't once again shouldn't get my hopes up, but no signs of my buddy Boba in this third season. But maybe they want to play that close to the chest. He drops in as a surprise sometime in the season. I wouldn't mind some big bad Boba. Me neither, man. He's got a fucking score to settle. You know what I mean? Yeah. He want, he needs to get up in the mix. Answer these damn questions. 
Are you really a Mandalorian or what? And don't fucking dance <laughs> around it, all right? Don't show me no chain code. Say, look right. Have Timora Morrison look right in the fucking camera and say, by the way, I'm Boba Fett. I'm a real Mandalorian. Let's move on to the next episode. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I mean, all it really takes is consensus from the other Mandalorians that he's one of them. Which I think is coming down the road inevitably in the big Avenger level event. Yeah, I was really, um, once again, as low as I tried to temper my expectations for Star Wars as far as D23 was concerned. I was really hoping they were going to be like, oh, and by the way, we're working on a season two of Book of Boba Fett. I even got some messages, multiple messages the morning of D23 being like, I think they're going to announce Book of Boba Fett season two. And I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. It didn't happen. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, no. It's cool. Dude. It's not that cool. But it's cool. Say lovey. You know. <sighs> Anyways. So, we talked about the three trailers. Did anything... Well, they showed off some images from Ahsoka, you know. Uh, they showed off the first image of Star Wars Skeleton Crew, um, which is cool. Um, that's the... That's uh, just neat. That's the one that's being produced by John Watts, the guy that directed the Spider-Man movies. This is the picture. Oh. Can you see cool. that? Yeah, Jude Law. Yep, and he's talking to what looks to be three of those rude-ass fucking doorbells at Jabba's Palace. Yeah, you know, the ones that talk doorbell about droids, yeah. And then I assume these these folks in the background are the kids that get lost. Um, I think you're right. So, it, hey, it's cool. It's more Star Wars. That's all I'm looking for. I'm ready to check this out. And apparently, um, during the panel, or maybe it was an interview after the panel, I don't <clears> know. <throat> what what do I, do I look like? I'm making an A and E biography on the dude. Um, John Favreau mentioned that after working with John Watts on the three Spider-Man movies, because you know he plays uh, old Happy Hogan or whatever. Right. That is his name, Happy Hogan. He does. Yeah. Um, that that's when he decided to. Uh, bring john watts on board for star wars so that's cool <sighs> that's cool man. that is cool i don't know man you want to listen to a fucking kick-ass song that one of our buddies made and then do some emails or something bet your ass I do. let's do it Masterpiece. No, man. If I'm having if I'm having a down day, pretty common lately, I fucking jam that and puts a little bit of it puts a little pep in my step. Mm. Well, figurative step, right? Like, let's not yeah, let's not fuck around and think I found the fucking fountain of youth or that fucking cup they drank out of in the last crusade. Hey, if you want to send in a voicemail or an email, uh, holy grail. Or a holy grail or the cure to spina bifida. Whatever, man. If you got any of that laying around, hook your boy halls up. Blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. So we got a couple of emails this week. Uh, first up is from our buddy Sam. He says, howdy, halls and will. I apologize for not writing in for a few weeks. Work has been busy, but I feel like I'm preaching to the choir on that one. 
Anyway, I'm sure you guys got a chance to see all the new trailers and content we got last this last weekend. I was wondering if you had caught that part of the Andor promo on Disney Plus where they talked about the music being played live during the shoots. Even if they didn't do that for the whole shoot, that's pretty neat. Do you ever have Stone Cobra playing your theme live in studio? Also, speaking about trailers and stuff coming, that Mando Season 3 trailer was neat. That is neat. Did you notice in that part where <laughs> Bo-Katan tells Grogu that his dad isn't the only Mando, that her antenna thing is on the opposite side? I'm sure there's a reason, but it just looked odd when I first saw it. Keep up the great work and don't let that life thing push you down. You're great humans in this fandom, and thank you for all you do. Best wishes, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Um, Best wishes to Sam. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I So, for one thing, we have never had Stone Cobra play our theme live in studio. That would be cool. I always thought it would be cool though, to do a live Haas, podcast. Though Haas and I have been present for Stone Cobra shows and practices sometimes. Buddy, you know, uh, so. Way back in the day. You know that character, you guys know that character in um, Scott Pilgrim, Young Will, which, by the way, is Steve to this day calls Will Young Will because of Scott Pilgrim. That's like his honorary nickname. Um, I mean, that now is probably the youngest guy in that friend group. Maybe. Um, I was the baby. And uh, th- that character that like always just hangs out with the band. He's not in the band, but he just he's always no, at yeah. practice and at the shows and stuff. That was us with Stone Cobra. Specifically me. I went to every Stone pra- Cobra practice for a while there. I would go and I would sit there and listen to them practice and I would read Game of Thrones books. And get Stony Baloney. That's tight. You know. I mean, it's in the name of the band. And it used to be in like a rented <laughs> storage unit. Mm-hmm. So it was real cool. And, you know, you just lift the, the lift the gate and, you know, crank it up. Everybody gets set. And the and there's, whole, you know, there's other bands like, on the side of a mountain, too. You would be there and the, yeah. And there would just be other band. You know, it, this was not uncommon, right? There'd be other bands no. practicing in other spaces. There was this one weird dude, Cokehead Jimmy, that always came by to hang out like this ne'er do well. I heard some mm-hmm. fucked up shit about Cokehead Jimmy. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Shoot, you stay away from that guy. <laughs> you might be, get caught up in an FBI raid or something. Um, but yeah, that, uh, man, that was fun. You And it would be like, you go there in July and August, it would be so damn hot. So <laughs> hot. Uh, I do miss those days. Lots of laughs, lots of hanging out. That's that. That's really, fun. that's really where Steve and I sort of built our friendship in a big way with Stone Cobra practices. Because Josh, their singer, was my roommate, so I'd go to practice with him. Steve would be there, hang out with Steve, crack some jokes, mm-hmm. talk about some video games, get a little stony baloney. You know how friendships grow, and it blossomed. And now look at it. We do a video game podcast. My dude, my dude shows up every week and fucking makes me laugh so hard that I feel like I'm gonna poop myself. It's a beautiful oh, friendship. That's a, that's a beautiful thing, man. The other night when we were playing Fortnite, Will made me laugh. I had to turn my mic off. I laughed so hard, <laughs> and it was just a what? random, randomly perfect timed Aqua Teen Hunger Force quote <laughs> that he dropped on me, and it was a "Do what now?" <laughs> God, it made me laugh. Um. But yeah, I always thought it would be cool, like if we did a, a a live podcast and like enough people, like it was something that enough people would come to, to have Stone Cobra, fucking kick it off with the theme song, like the song mm-hmm. that we use for the theme song. Then we do this. Then we do the podcast. Then Stone Cobra finishes Play the night set. out with a full fucking set. And you know what, Steve and Brad. Huh? You listening? Huh? Getting all fucking high and mighty about your old material? I best better fucking hear holy smoke, all right? All oh. right? Because that motherfucker disappeared off the set list. They were like, ah, oh, we got new stuff. We shouldn't play the old stuff. <laughs> I wonder if I can um, 
I don't think this one's on. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it is on. Um, shit. Which one is that? Doesn't look like it is on uh, YouTube. Oh my God. That was definitely not appropriate. <laughs> Woo. <clears throat> I do like, okay, so I put in Stone Cobra Holy Smoke on YouTube and it pulls up some Stone Cobra, right? And it pulls up them playing live somewhere. And then it pulls up Cheech and Chong. Chong smokes a roach. <laughs> you know what? Okay, you know what one you guys could add back to? I know you're going to listen to this, Steve. I know uh, I'm listening to so many football podcasts. It's football season. I'm running behind. But when you hear this, when this plan comes together and the Stone Cobra reunion happens at the Blue Harvest Live podcast event, this bet best be on the set list. I gotta say, listen, that song kicks ass. And Doom Lord on YouTube, you should have done a better job ripping that. That is not great quality. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you did, but do, Mister D- D- Doom Lord, bro, you could have put up a way better very rip of that. What is this? You you rip this into sixty kilobytes on Napster? Doing <laughs> dirty. <sighs> it's on LimeWire. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be fun, man. Ugh, I miss going to Stone Cover shows. Obviously, it, it's it's fucking kick-ass to see your friends doing something they love. I went to a lot of Stone Cover shows, though. Like, I might, besides the band themselves, I might be one of the people that comes closest to holding, like, a record for as many as going to so many of them. Um, Stone Cover show attendance. Right, right. But the best part was the hang that came along because you'd see everybody that you knew there and everybody's just hanging and having a good time. <sighs> I got to admit, I enjoyed hanging out at the Nick and in the parking lot at the Nick. I did oh, that a lot. God. Me too, man. Some shenanigans went down in the parking lot of the Nick. I tell you what, that is where the shenanigans, that is where they, that's where the shenanigans happened. The parking lot of the Under Nick. an overpass mm-hmm. next to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Not 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 there's not a second that you ever feel safe at the Nick. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But that's kind of kind of the fun of it. It's the closest thing that Birmingham has to uh, like a uh, a Moss Eisley Cantina. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I agree. Yeah. All righty. So. Talked about some Stone Cobra. We did an email. Oh, I don't even remember. Let's go back. What else did he say? I did not notice that Bo Katan's. Uh... Yeah, that didn't stand out to me. And some of that dialogue I thought was from a previous seasons. Like I, when she was asking, "Did you think your father was the only Mandalorian?" I think thought I thought she had already said that previously. Mm. No, I think you might be remembering that from. Um... 
what's the word I was from uh, the 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 bootleg trailer from D twenty three. Now I I do feel like, however, that um, uh, I do feel like, however, maybe the armorer's lines might have been reused where she's talking about him being a clan of two and stuff you know mm-hmm. right <clears throat> so. i thought some of those scenes at the beginning there were from previous season two but i didn't i guess I, they don't have to be <clears throat> yeah I, well so i mean there is some stuff from other seasons obviously like but Mostly new stuff, like obviously the opening in image of him like giving his finger and like not giving Grogu the finger, but like reaching out to touch Grogu from the mm-hmm. end of the first episode. Um, you know, that's reused, but <clears throat> man, I wish that shit was on now. I'd kill to watch that third season of The Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Um, you can watch the book of Boba Fett. The book it's of Boba like Mandalorian two point five. Yeah, I sure could go watch that, couldn't I? And be like, man, look at this—a whole show devoted to Boba Fett and Mandalorian two point five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you the could. Grogu and Luke stuff was good, and I get it now. Like, where else were you gonna put it? Like, kind of. No, I mean, look. It, as far as the story that this connected story and stuff that they're trying to tell, blah blah blah. I totally get it. I absolutely get it. It just bummed me out a little bit, right? Like, make I mean, understandably so. Make Book of Boba Fett eight episodes, right? And then, like, then it doesn't feel. But like, for it to be lower than normal. And have two episodes that don't have Boba Fett in them at all. I don't. I don't want to rehash this. I don't want to relitigate my disappointment with what was really good Star Wars because I. I really like it. I'm Star so torn. <laughs> okay, so uh, one other thing related to Stone Cobra. I don't know if the listeners know this, but your old pal Halls is actually on a Stone Cobra song. Will knows this. Check this out. Oh, you know I love a good fucking spacey intro. Come, here's where your old pal Hall comes in any second now. Right, your old pal Halls is on a Stone Cobra song, Coffin. Take that. It, I thought it was kick ass. As soon that. as it died, the, 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 the you know riff kicked in. I know, man. 
Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I'm turning. Hello. I'm turning the wrong volume knob, bro. We gotta call this a night soon. I don't know what is going on. I'm all over the place, bro. <laughs> it's I don't late. know, man. It's not even that late. It's ten in the evening. Well, I was trying to give you an out. But oh, it's, it's not so that late. late. It's three in the morning. <laughs> all right, we got an email from Utah. Utah. Dougie. Dougie. Halls and Will. Have you guys watched the Light and Magic docu-series on Disney Plus? I loved it. Some of my favorite Star Wars to watch is behind-the-scenes documentary stuff. It gave me all the good nerdy feels. What is your favorite documentary-style stuff? Dougie, I haven't seen that yet. That should have been. That's also on my list to get caught up on. I'm doing my best, <laughs> doing my best to catch. I still haven't even seen the the making of Obi Wan documentary talking all last week like oh we're gonna talk about that next week yeah i had big plans i yeah i had big plans too i have big plans for life (laughs) see how that worked out um but i'm dying to see it that's my kind of jam right there ilm documentary so what's some of my favorite my favorite kind of documentaries like just favorite kind of documentaries or like entertainment documentaries like that? I guess he, maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. You know what? I know I hate to give it to Netflix, but they do the, the movies that made us. And those are all really good. You know, all the, the movies that they select, like one of them's like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. Home Alone and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Die Hard. Those are all really good. And they go really in depth about the movie. Um, but if we're talking Star Wars, the the OG, the one that's all up in George Lucas's stuff, like you know, it's all about George Lucas. Like that's the one I like. The Empire of it, Dreams. It tells, yeah, that one. Empire of Dreams is awesome. That's the documentary that they put out alongside. I want to say the uh, the first DVD release. I think is when that came out. It was like the fourth dvd in the set it's really good mm-hmm. um episode one the a lot beginning. of in-depth interviews with a lot of people mm-hmm. that were around for the original star wars episode one the beginning is amazing the making of the phantom menace i wish they had done as fully featured a documentary about the making of the other two prequels because i love that thing <laughs> like there's this scene. It looked like they had so much fun making the movie. There's this scene where George Lucas and Steven Spielberg are checking out, like, George is showing Steven Spielberg around the set and showing him all the models of the battle droids and stuff. And it's like when you come over to my house and I'm like, hey, you want to go look at my collection? Look at, look at these Final Fantasy figures, Will. Aren't those neat? And you're just sitting there looking like, yeah, those, those are pretty cool, man. Those are super neat. Want to do something else besides sit here and look at your collection? Um, there's some really good stuff in that documentary. I don't know that it counts as a documentary, but on the um, the VHS set that sort of preceded the special editions, those kicked off with Leonard Maltin interviews of George Lucas, and it was just Leonard Maltin and George Lucas sitting in comfy chairs talking to each other. And like, oh my goodness, there's there's a part where George Lucas talks about the prequels. And like I remember seeing that as a kid, being like, "Oh, this is the good stuff." He's talking about Star Wars movies that aren't out yet. There's gonna be more Star Wars movies, um, and it's really good. Um, the director and the Jedi, the documentary that's uh, they did for the Last Jedi, incredible, really, really good. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Star Wars documentaries. I, I don't know that I've seen one that I thought was necessarily bad. There's been a couple of, uh, I think there was one called Plastic Galaxy that was just all about Star Wars toys. Sign me mm-hmm. up. Sign me up, my dude. I'm not even a David Prowse like, really fan, but there was a documentary that had a lot of him in it and I some of the that. other people Elstree that followed 77. the con circuit or something. Yeah. And they were really cool. Fascinating about like all the little interpersonal drama. Oh my goodness! Like they, right between the like the storm. The, it seemed like the two st- the stormtrooper guys fucking didn't like each other. Like he was barely 
barely in the movie or whatever. Yeah. The guy um, that was in Judge Dredd, is that who you're talking about? I think so. Um, but yeah, that that's a pretty good documentary too. Um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of some others. It's not really coming to me. They didn't do shit as far as that's concerned for Rise of Skywalker sitting here thinking about it. I mean, they did a little bit of stuff, but they didn't do any two-hour making-of documentary. I can't remember what the the fucking extras are. I mean, surely they didn't do one for Solo, because that would be... Oh, that would be a mess. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, the Lego maybe... guys are gone and Opie's on set. <laughs> Yeah, the first day the documentary guy shows up and Lord and Miller get fired and they're like, oh shit, why don't you just go home and never come back? Sure. Don't film any of this. Yeah. <clears throat> I love a good making of documentary. I really should, uh, sitting here talking about it, I should go watch the Obi one. There's a whole one I haven't seen yet that I can watch and this ILM thing. Uh, can you think of any others, buddy? No, I can't. Not Star Wars related. Yeah. Ken Burns makes a good documentary in general. Yeah. Yep. He sure does. I don't know. Sometimes I watch murder documentaries. Serial killers and shit. Know your enemy. You know what I mean? You learn yeah. the patterns of your enemy. That way you don't ever get caught up. You're not dead. It's not, fascinating when I watch it. You not I really choose to watch it. You not burying me in a crawl space, John Wayne Gacy. You ain't catching me slipping like that. No, sir. Pogo the clown. Me to bits. Pogo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's what I say to you. You swarmy bastard. All right, yeah, well, that's going to do it. We had those Damn two emails. Fist. Mm-hmm. Oh, you be, uh, don't come after me, John Wayne Gacy. You rue the day you come after Hall's Burkhart dressed up like a fucking pedo-ass clown. Watch what happens. Put you in the camel clutch and make you humble. So, <laughs> thanks for recording with me, buddy. Oh, Whoa. dude, I had a blast. Yeah, me too. We get to talk about Andor next week. Maybe, maybe that'll uh, clear my head and make for a little smoother sailing. We'll see. Um, so listen... We talked about them a lot today. You should go check out Stoned Cobra. They're the band that was kind enough to provide our theme song. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Um, and leave us a review on iTunes, please. We really appreciate it. Check out the High Potion Podcast. It's the podcast that I do with our buddy Steve, who we've been talking about so glowingly you don't hear any steve slander on this show like you might on some other shows we don't need any motivators like that all right as barbara burkhart once said as barbara tells me so we don't need any of those kind of motivators we don't need any motivators like that um so yeah check out high potion and we'll see you guys next week we're gonna have a guest and we're gonna be talking about andor and i'm very excited until then uh this has been, been blue harvest sort of i'm halls burkhart and I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.